0: This is Monday, March 28th, and as we move into week six of our study entitled Gentle and Lowly, we're skipping ahead in the Sunday messages to chapter 18, But we have this week and the next to fill in the gaps. Chapter 13 in our book is entitled Why the Spirit? It answers the question as to why Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit. And they need to be honest up front. Most Reformed churches, and ours is one of them, rarely talk about the Holy Spirit, the third member of the Trinity. And it hadn't just been us. In the fourth century of the church, Augustine complained about this. He said, Wise and spiritual men have written numerous books on the Father and the Son. On the contrary, the Holy Spirit has not yet been studied so extensively and with like care by the learned and famous commentators on the divine scriptures. Now, this means we're in good company, even if the company is not good. Now, even a hundred years ago, studying the work of the Spirit was rare, almost an unexplored frontier in theology and the knowledge of God. But something had already begun to happen. A new wind began to blow in the church followers of Jesus became aware of the Holy Spirit and the critical part that the Spirit plays in our life with God. Now, if we're going to understand the work of the Spirit, we need to go back to the beginning. At the dawn of creation, the Spirit hovered over the waters, joining with the Son in ordering our world. Now, though we hear little about the Spirit in the Old Testament, the Spirit did engage with God's people, God's prophets, and God's kings. Now here's our text for today, John chapter 16, verse 5 to 7. I did not tell you this from the beginning, because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief, because I have said these things. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you. Now here's why understanding the Holy Spirit is important for our study of the heart of Jesus. Jesus loved his disciples, and he didn't want to leave them as orphans. So imagine him becoming close to his disciples and laying down his life for them and for us, and then having to part company with them. He did not want to go away from them. He didn't want to be separated from those he loves any more than we do. So what was his solution? He provided to his disciples his spirit. And Jesus gives his spirit, not as a frequent visitor, but as an indwelling present. After the death of my mom and dad and brother over the last few years, I gathered signs that reminded me of them. For my mom, she always wore a Spanish coin, a piece of eight, with a cross on one side, and she often wore a Jerusalem cross. My younger brother loved to rebuild MG cars, that small and sporty British car from about fifty years ago. My dad was an electrical engineer. And there was a character called Ready Electric that he had on his desk. I brought together each of these signs and made a necklace. Now I've never been much for wearing jewelry of any kind. But I took to wearing a simple silver chain with these pendants. Maybe you have items you wear or keep in sight. Or even a tattoo to remind you of someone you love and miss. You see, the Holy Spirit is all of this And so much more. The Spirit is the sign of the Lord's presence and all that he has done for us. He is also like the wedding ring that signals to you the covenant of marriage that you live in each day if if you are married. His presence in you provides you access to the living God at all times. This means that Jesus loves us so much he did not leave us alone. Now notice the title Jesus gives to the Spirit in our text for today. The Spirit is our advocate, providing in our heart each day a gospel defense to support and encourage us. The Spirit bears witness, that is, reminds us that we belong to God and are his children. The Holy Spirit also applies to us the work that Jesus has done for us on the cross, producing fruit in the form of a changed life. The Spirit teaches us truth that we could not access on our own, leading us to an understanding of who God is and what God has done for us. In short, we could not live without the guidance and indwelling presence of the Spirit of God. We could not grow to fullness in Christ. We could not understand spiritual truths. We would not have the confirmation and assurance that we belong to Christ. We would feel like orphans. So we can see why Jesus leaving us his spirit is such a loving act for us. I want to return to our earlier question. If the Spirit of God is so crucial to our life in God, why do we not hear much about the Spirit? And why do the passages about the Spirit seem to be so few? Yes, the Spirit of God is what we call the shyest member of the Trinity. The Spirit does nothing really to draw attention to himself, but seeks to honor and promote Jesus in all things. Indeed, the Spirit represents to us the presence of Jesus until we are in, at the, in the presence of the Lord in the future. This means we will want to learn to walk in the Spirit, learn to be guided by the Spirit, and, of course, to be taught by the Spirit. All the work of the Spirit is to glorify Jesus, and Jesus lives to the glory of God. Let's pray together. We come to you, holy and gracious God, and there are times we feel so alone, We'd like for Jesus to be present with us. You tell us that we have your Spirit, O God. So remind us of your presence each day that we might learn surrender, and we might learn to turn our hearts to listen to your truth. Thank you for being present with us at all times. In your name we pray. Amen.